It's time for the Hammer Down Show with Jared Jesselitis. Oh, yes. And what was that beginning, middle, and end part again? Streaming online at 1017thehammer.com. All right, sounds good. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and get started first and foremost with our need to know news. Here's your need to know news. Lucas Giolito took a no hitter into the seventh last night before he was relieved. Sox hold off a ninth inning rally from the Yankees three to two the final. Giolito tossed six hitless innings and uh, seven strikeouts. All three runs came from the bat of two Sebi Zavala's home runs. Not a typo. That happened. That's four in a row for the Southsiders, who fought through terrible air conditions last night in the Bronx. Um, I don't know if they're going to play that game today or not. I mean, it literally looks like some kind of Mars-type dystopia world. All kinds of messed up down there. The air quality, I was reading someplace, and I don't know if this is true. But they said the air quality is so bad that if you spend 24 hours out in it, because it's all from the Canadian wildfires, right? That if you spent uh, 24 hours in that, it was the equivalent of smoking six cigarettes. So, yeah, I'm looking at pictures today of uh, this on on Twitter, and i got to ask myself, is this going to happen today? No, they might postpone it. If they don't, it's Lance Lynn taking on Randy Vasquez. Lynn gave up eight runs, three homers in his last starts, and just four innings of work against the Angels. So we'll see what happens, but it didn't look great yesterday. It looks even worse today. Like, it looks like they're shooting, like, go out and shoot The Martian. Go out and shoot some kind of doomsday movie in New York today. Free special effects. Speaking of those Angels, they hand the Cubs a loss, 7-4. Hayden Wesneski with a no decision, 4-2 four thirds. Four runs, two earned off of two hits. Four strikeouts for him. He was filling in for Justin Steele, who was put on that 15-day IL to miss the, uh, yeah, miss the one start. Remember, we talked about the uh, forearm issue. It was a minor thing. They're just playing it safe. Cubs again struck out double-digit times. It's become a little bit of a problem for them. I mean, over the last two weeks, where are they at in strikeouts? Third in the league? With 130? Over the last 30 days, they're second in the league? With 255? So yeah, the bats are whiffing here. Not been good for them. Uh, they will play game two tonight. James Tyen's back on the mound. He just won his first outing on the season last time out. Taking on James Berea, or Jamie Berea, sorry, uh, tonight uh, out there in L.A. Aviators fall to the Dans last night, 3-1. to one. They drops on a 5-2 on the season. Flyboys left nine on base. It's just a flat night for the Aviators. Just couldn't drive them in. 
They're going to have tonight off. They'll be back in Loeb tomorrow to host the Dans. I believe the Dans are in action today, too, and it might have been on the road, so that could be beneficial. That game, 7 o'clock tomorrow at Loeb Stadium. Aviators still on top of the Ohio River Division early on here by half a game over Chillicothe. Springfield is tied up with them for the conference lead, both at 5-2. and two. That's the second-best mark in the league behind the Cape Cadfish, uh, who are a perfect 6 and oh, I don't know what to believe with this, but it sounds like international soccer star Lionel Messi is going to join Inter Miami, turning down offers from uh, a few suitors, including most notably that Saudi soccer league that's got uh, Ronaldo and offered him reportedly $435 million a year. But a spokesperson for Major League Soccer would not confirm that he is joining the club when ESPN asked. So apparently not a done deal, but terms from sources apparently include an option for part ownership. Um, but the league would not subsidize that like they did with David Beckham when Beckham purchased it at a discounted price of $25 million. Um, yeah, this is crazy. ESPN also confirmed that in the offer, a cut of revenue from new subscribers to Apple TV's MLS season pass was part of the negotiations as well. I saw some valuations. This takes the, like, if he signs, it takes the club from like $350 million to almost a billion dollars in value. Sounds like it's worth the money. Crazy stuff. And uh, a nice story here Indiana State. They're not going to host the Super Regional for baseball because the Special Olympics are in town and apparently there were some hotel considerations, although a lot of this continues to be debated somehow. I don't know. Anyway, very nice, though, the uh, folks over at TCU who down get to uh, host it. The fans have been showing some love. They've donated over $25,000 to Special Olympics of Indiana, which is very cool. I do not understand how we could not get this done in, like, some kind of off-campus site someplace. I feel like there's some room to be able to do this. Why, why, why couldn't we do this? Well, that's the way it goes. And there you go. That's today's need-to-know news. All right, we're back at it again with uh, NBA playoff action tonight. Uh, the finals continue here with our friends from DraftKings. All right, the hot streak comes to a little bit of an end last night. Um, we put it all together so the parlay doesn't hit because Mitch Keller who has had no less than eight strikeouts in a start over his last, what was it, like five? And he's done it for 10 of his 12 starts? It was crazy. And he couldn't strike out the athletics last night. Mind blown how that happens. So that leg lets us down. He played individually, lets us down. We do hit Texas with the winner. By the way, the Athletics came out today and scored seven in the top of the first. Pittsburgh's clawed back to within five. It's nine to four. Jeez. My buckos. I'll tell you what. Let's have some better luck here tonight. If you're looking at NBA Finals action, don't forget uh, they, they have a super boost tonight. Butler and Murray, 20-plus points each, boosted plus 100. Seems like a pretty good one for me. Um, there's also a booster winnings up to 100% with the same game parlay for uh, every leg you add. It's more of a bonus. There's also an MLB No Sweat Wednesday bet for you. 
Still got the 33%, same game parlay, X boost for you. And then, of course, when hockey returns, it's a... Uh, no, hockey's not tonight, right? That's uh, it's tomorrow night. But we'll get to that eventually as well. Don't forget about the baseball stepped-up same-game parlay boost as well. If you are looking to get into Denver and Miami tonight, that line has moved to minus three in favor of the Nuggets. I am fading Jimmy Butler here because I thought his points were a little bit high. He was up to 25.5 points, and quite frankly, I'm on the under on that. I think it's a little bit too high. He is only covered, I mean, he has not covered that a ton since he's come back from the ankle injury. He has not covered that in any game in this series. I don't think he's covered it in, what, maybe like the last five or so? As good as the players he has been, uh, it seems like when I watch, he's having to, he, he drives and has to kick it out, so he's not drawing the fouls. He's not taking as many shots around the rim uh, as he had been. So I feel like maybe this isn't a, a bad spot to fade Jimmy Butler again. At home this season, he's only averaging, he's averaging under the 25 and a half. He scored 28 in Game 7 against Boston. 29 in Game 4 against Boston. And he did it in the first two games. But he's really slowed down. I know it's dangerous. It's Hemi Buckets at home. But I think I'm leaning towards that under the 25 and a half. I think he can get to 20. I don't think he's going to have another 13-point game. I think maybe he gets a 20, but getting to 26 feels like it's a little bit too high for me. I'm out. Two-run early lead win again in Major League Baseball if you want to play that. Again, I urge you to pick an underdog if you're going to do that. Just because I think it's ridiculous to play somebody at minus 190, minus 200. When you already think they're going to win anyway. Targets for that. if you Best chances to do that, I think. I'm not saying they're going to. But if you want to get in on that. Plus money that I feel like has a chance to do is maybe Kansas City. At plus 160 at Miami tonight. Jeez, I can't go to the Nationals, but that's that even money. The White Sox are even money. Ugh. And the Astros at plus 130. Eh. You probably take Baltimore plus 120 against the Brewers, but that's not the sexiest thing in the world there. The Rockies are taking on Logan Webb. Here's the thing about that. Because I was looking this up one up earlier. Now, uh, San Francisco should win that game. It's probably not a minus 210 line. It's probably overshot. I would say that the top three against uh, for Colorado against Logan Webb are absolutely mashing him 
in their career. And there's plenty of sample size in that, too. So Webb's not bad in this year. 4-6, and 2-8-5 ERA. Last couple times out, uh, four hits, three runs, four hits, one run, four hits, no runs, three hits, one run, nine hits, one run. So he's been pretty solid. Got a good split right or left. He's doing great against both. But like Charlie Blackman's hitting 417 against him at 24 at-bats. Profar is hitting 308 against him in 13 at-bats. Ryan McMahon is hitting 360 against him at 25 at-bats. So like the top bar of the orders actually had a lot of success against him. That would not be a bad target, I think, for you at plus 180. If I had to take one, I'd probably hitch my wagon to the Royals. I don't like it. But if I had to, that's the way that I would lean uh, for that one. I didn't find any great baseball like props that I love for you today. You get that MLB No Sweat Wednesday bet. And you can use it on whatever you like. Maybe take a look at... Uh, why don't you take a look at a home run? See what you can do. Double check your uh, double check your uh, weather forecast there. Make sure you don't run into anything. And I'd stay away from New York and Chicago because it just does not look good. But I think Olsen is great against Scherzer tonight in Atlanta. You can't go wrong with taking Max Muncy, J.D. Martinez, or Freddie Freeman in Great America Ballpark. Martinez has been great. He was the only one that hit one yesterday over there, right? We talked about Logan Webb versus guys like Ryan McMahon. McMahon has one home run and 25 at-bats, batting 360 against him. One's still blowing out, and it's in Colorado. Um, and I don't ever hate taking Otani. That's like if I'm looking for one other guy and I'm trying to put something together, I always look to Otani, man. I feel like that guy always comes through for you. So yeah, use that no-sweat bet tonight. Maybe get a little bit crazy there. Give yourself some odds and uh, see what you can come up with. I don't think he's got, like, does Otani have much of a... He doesn't have, he's two for eight against Ty in all time. And they're both home runs. <laughs> Soul, let's go, Otani, let's go. Maybe I'll take two of those guys, put them together, see what we can do. It is risk-free, right? I'm going to get it back as a bonus bet. Two for eight, and they're both home runs. Let's go. I'm in. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, is NCAA football from EA Sports in jeopardy of a boycott from players? We'll talk about that. I'll tell you why and what the remedies could be. Plus, I think the players might be overplaying their hand just a little bit. Let's talk about it. That's next. It's the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and one. Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. You can always reach out on the Hammerhead hotline by texting me at 765-447-4080. That's 765-447-4080. We'll always love hearing from you guys um, if you got questions you want to chime in on the topics. So the, the sports world I thought was pretty jazzed when they heard that they were going to bring back college football, uh, the, the video game. I know I was. I Look, in college, it was a big deal. 
you got, I mean, you could simulate your, your season if you wanted to. You got to play other people from the, the same colleges, play them, game day, something like that, or game week. Um, it was just one of those things. It, it just it hit different than Madden. I always liked it more than Madden. And so, you know, when this thing went away because of the Ed O'Bannon, you know, deal and all that, like, it, it, it stunk. It really stuck. So to have it back, I think, was going to be a, a major deal. However, there could, be a, uh, there could be a wrench in the gears here as there are talks of a boycott of the game because of the player payouts. On three's got the story here that um, EA had expected to have roughly $5 million on hand to pay out to the athletes for the video game. That would equate to about $500 per player. Mind you, these guys really don't have to do anything either. You sign on the dotted line, they're going to hand you a check for 500 bucks. they're going to put you in the video game that every male essentially in a college dorm room in America is going to be glued to for four or five months. But the entity that represents these players is saying that that's not enough money. The players should refuse that and boycott. This is what one team partners is. And granted, you have to remember that these are basically lawyers that are looking for the best deal. And this is a very public negotiation. No royalties, just $500. You sign the line, you're in on the game. All current players should boycott this deal. It's an opt-in deal. They should not opt into it. It's just a ridiculously low amount of money. Given the context and the hype that surrounds this game, when we first heard the number, we were like, all right, that sounds low. Let's go figure out if it's low. And we started talking to guys, talked to some of my friends, some guys who are still playing in the NFL. What are the NFL players getting paid for Madden? The numbers we were given from 2019, it was disclosed they got, I think, $17,000. And and then a current NFL player told us that he got a check for $28,000. For Madden. You shouldn't participate in this. It's a cash grab to try to get you for the lowest amount possible. And it's one team partners in all the organizations that don't really represent the players' uh, best interest here. A couple of things when I take the first off, yes, the NFL players are going to get paid more. A couple of reasons. One, they're worth more. They just are. Two, there's just under 1,700 NFL players. You know how many college players there are? I Google this, it tells me it's over 15,000. So to pay every college athlete the same amount as an NFL athlete diminishes an NFL uh, athlete's value, quite frankly. Because this is everybody, all the way down to, from your top player, you know, all the way down the roster, getting this, the same amount of money. And when I read this, I'm also trying, I'm considering two spots here. I'm considering your top guys 
let's. And I'm not putting anybody on spot, and they have not said anything about this, but just just for reference here, okay? If I'm talking about Hudson Card, Hudson Card commands more of an NIL rate than you know somebody that maybe is in a backup role or just a special teams role or is a redshirt freshman, right? We can agree on that. So you got to look at it from these these two very different perspectives. Is 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 Hudson Card probably getting lowballed here for five hundred dollars for his name, image, likeness on the video game? Quite possibly. But is that redshirt freshman getting any other kind of NIL? There are a majority of these football players on the lower end here. Are they getting any kind of this money out of NIL? They are not. This is not a problem for them. This is an easy sign for a lot of them if they're not making any money anyway. Now, there are other ways here, you know, individual players that don't like that money. They're at the top end, say, hey, I command more. They go to EA and say, hey, let's work something out. Maybe there's also an endorsement in this as well. And then they find some ways to make up the gaps. Or they could just simply not be in the game, which I, I think is a mistake. I think the success of the older games showed you that, because you know, they didn't have the player names in there. But they were still using the number, you know, the build and all that stuff. The attributes were, were accurate. I think EA had no problem putting this in there. And then also, you can create characters and custom rosters, right? You used to be able to do that. And these kids will build you and put you in there anyway without the money. And I think you get a lot for, I think it builds your NIL rep a little bit. Because... Kids want to go out there and play as their favorite players on this game. And if you're not in it, they'll find a different player they like. I know some of you out there saying $500 just to sign on a dotted line and be in a video game sounds like a pretty good deal to me. It does. I do understand the upper tier of this. But again, we get into this with basketball, or we did a little bit. There are two different worlds here. They, these are the, the top premier players here are getting big money, and then everybody else, it's it ain't like that. What's fair? Now, On3 also had another article. Uh, they were at the Influencer NIL Summit, and they threw some of these numbers out to players. General Booty, Oklahoma quarterback, said he thought you know two hundred dollars would be too low, maybe somewhere around six to eight hundred dollars. I'm not gonna lie, another hundred to get him to seven hundred bucks, I don't think is too bad of an idea for EA. I'm sure they probably had that contingent. They probably came in low to begin with because they knew that this was gonna get argued up. But what is not surprising to me was the number of players they said that they talked to was like, I just want to be in the game. I loved playing as a kid. It's been too long. I'd do it for free. I'd do it for 20 bucks. Now $500 isn't exactly chump change. I just wonder how successful this can be when you have a small percentage of the top tier guys saying, I'm worth more than that, we should do more. And then you have, I think there's probably a good, I mean, how much of that 15,000 are have-nots in, in NIL and football? 
Now, they're not moving the needle, but they do add the authenticity to the game. And I honestly think that kids want to play this thing enough. They're still going to go out there and buy. I think you lose out as a player if you say no. Now, I don't hate that you're going to negotiate to try to get this up a little bit. But to think you're going to get like $10,000 a player, you're out of your mind. Now, if there is some kind of boycott here, a couple options, right? EA could completely scrap it and say, hey, players want way too much money. We can't make it work. It costs a lot of money to develop, market these things, put it all out, yada, yada, yada. It's just too much. It's not worth it for us. There'll be some backlash from fans on players. It'll be short-lived. There may even be some backlash from these players to uh, uh, this entity negotiating on their behalf that they didn't get anything. And maybe everybody comes back to the table and they try it again the following year. Who knows? But I hear the top-tier guys saying, yeah, I could definitely see there being uh, a holdout. But they always mention it's probably just going to be from the highest, you know, the, the, the top guys. So it just comes down to really, truly, what would be fair compensation where EA has no trouble making money on this, but yet you know these players are still getting some money. And keep in mind, you have to pay over 15000 of these guys, and not everybody has to opt into it. I think that's the thing i got to keep on stressing. If enough of the top-tier guys want to get into it just to get into it, I think you lose out. I think you lose out on more NIL um, viability because fans and kids want to play as their favorite players. And then they want to take those, you know, they have videos now. They have the Twitch accounts and everything, too. They're posting all that stuff up. There, there is value in that. 500 might not be a lot. And again, maybe you get up six, $700. Cool. Maybe it's not a lot when you're doing these deals for like $25,000. But I would argue there is a benefit to being in that game. But I thought the influencer uh, NIL Summit comments were quite revealing where some would say, I can see the higher end guys holding out, you know, the Heisman Trophy candidate guys holding out for more money to, man, I just want to be in the game to, uh, I just think everybody should be paid the exact same to do it. So yeah, Cincinnati defensive back Jordan Young, every player is going to listen to what their agent is telling them. Of course they are. But I'll tell you this, uh, if everybody thinks they're going to negotiate their own deal and stuff like that, it's probably not going to happen, and this thing will get sunk real quick. But I think EA Sports has got the leverage here. They'll give them more. It's not going to be $500. They may bump that up to like $650, $700, and you're in, you're in. If you're not, fine. We'll make it work without you, and they will. They'll, they'll find it. There's money to be made. They'll make it. That I know for a fact. We gotta take a break. We come back. Hey, there's more Hammer Down show for you here on 1017 The Hammer and 1017. Back on the Hammer Down show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. I still had, I mean, I felt like I wrapped my head around the whole live golf and PGA thing yesterday. Uh, but seeing some of the, because um, when we got done yesterday, Jay Monahan had, had talked to uh, to its members. 
about the deal and what's happened. And nothing was sadder than seeing Rory McIlroy talk about, I, I quote, I still hate live like I hate live. I hope it goes away, and I would fully expect that it does. I think that's where the distinction here is. This is the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, and the PIF. Very different from live. I mean, what, do you hate that whole idea that they had at live where there would be teams of guys, they would have owners, and, you know, it would be like a whole franchise type thing? But the sad part, really for me, and he just looks defeated, to be honest. They asked if he still has any faith in Monahan. He says, I do. And look, I've dealt with Jay a lot closer than a lot of those guys have from where we were a couple of weeks ago to where we are today. I think the future of the PGA Tour looks brighter as a whole and as an entity. When he talked about Live Golf, uh, was asked about Live Golfers returning to the PGA Tour, he says there still has to be some consequences to actions. People that let the PGA Tour irreparably harm this tour, start a litigation against it like, we can't just come uh, come welcome them back. That's not going to happen. Well, at least he's not going to welcome them back. I think what you're seeing here is the realization, and we talked about it yesterday, that while all of this seems despicable to the guys that turned down money to go join that tour on a moral high ground and now are complicit in that uh, thanks to Monahan and his standings uh, they realize that ultimately this benefits them the tour and their wallets it just it, it does they're not going to be outspent as an entity and run into the ground bringing that money over now means more money for them to win and as much as they hate that uh, this has happened, I'm, they know it's still good for business. He didn't completely let Monahan off the hook. He said, I told Jay, you've galvanized everyone against something, and now there are partners. The Saudis want to spend money in golf, and it's not going to stop. How can we get that money into golf and use it the right way? It's hard to keep up with people who have more money than anyone else. And he's right. He's 100% right about that. Now he's had to come to that realization. Now, I don't know if any of these guys knew when they turned it down. Zelatoris, Rory, Matsuyama, Tiger. That a merger was more than likely to happen. I'd say Tiger. Tiger's not sweating losing $800 million on that deal because he doesn't need it. He's good. And I keep on seeing the arguments of, well, you know, these guys should have went and taken it, and then they would have been able to come back and everything. I don't think so. I think if Tiger and Rory and Will and all those guys start going over, if they would have gone over to live, it would have been high. If they would have gotten Tiger alone, it would have been more successful. It probably would have had a chance because Tiger moves the needle. Tiger moves the needle for a casual golf fan unlike any other. I know a lot of people like Brooks. I know there's people who are really like Dustin Johnson. I 
Phil Mickelson really moving it for the the needle at all? I don't, I don't think so. But if Tiger would have jumped over, this would be completely different. Liv probably would have bought out the PGA Tour at that point, and then just been in control. But it's still crazy to me that, like I said, yes, is this is the Michael Scott Paper Company? These guys came in, started their own tour. And then got absorbed back into this entity and now essentially control it. I mean, they control the money. Jay Monahan can say whatever he wants. Oh, he's going to be CD, uh, CEO. The money controls it. And he's not the money. And so when I look at Rory and, you know, he seems like he's been given some assurances of things. But I can even tell in his voice and in the back of his head, he doesn't believe it. Like, he knows these changes are going to come. And I really hope not, because I know Liv had those uh, dreams of, you know, golfers were on teams and teams competed. You know, those teams were owned. It was like, you know, like an NFL, like an MLB. They had owners. Like, anybody wanted that. The one thing I love about golf is, at the professional level, is you go out there and you are paid based on how you perform. It's very unique in that aspect. That's Now, while that's somewhat true in the NFL, you know before you're going into the season what your contract is, what is that. You, you play well in the PGA. You make more, you know, you earn money based on how you finish. There's not a sport that you come off, you, you don't come off of a field in the NFL and go, well, hey, you, you had the most rushing yards, so you're going to make X amount more of dollars uh, for this Sunday's game. Oh, you didn't catch a you didn't catch a ball at all. You were four drops. Guess what? You get the minimum. It, it don't work like that. That's one thing I always liked about the PGA Tour. You know, guaranteed money. Yeah, maybe it's coming, but Rory knows. He ends up being on the losing side of this, and then gets implicated in it regardless. And he knows that they don't control the tour anymore. They just don't. They'll keep that illusion for a while, but they just don't. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll get you things we may have missed and more and wrap up the Hammer Down Show. Hey, welcome back to the Hammer Down Show on 101.7 The Hammer, 101.7 TheHammer.com. Coming up on Friday, Alan Carpet going to be our guest. I thought it was going to be tomorrow. We got it moved to Friday. But uh, he's going to be on here. We're going to talk uh, the the Tiller Football Found National Football Foundation chapter is uh, having their uh, their their annual uh, luncheon and um, award ceremony and everything too. Great thing to be a part of. We'll get you details on how you can do that. What they're enshrining uh, is it Curtis Payne or Ryan Kerrigan, I think, if I remember correctly, in the Indiana Football Hall of Fame. So yeah, plenty of stuff. Uh, it'll be fun. And Alan do a great job of running that down. And uh, we'll we'll find some time to talk a little Purdue athletics, right? Absolutely. All right, let's get you to some of the things that we may have missed today. Rest in peace to an absolute legend. The Iron Sheik passed away at the age of 81. You want to talk about one of the best bad guys in wrestling history. And I also love that he was always on Twitter still giving Hulk Hogan a bunch of crap. I mean, that dude 100% embodied that role until the day that he died. And good for him, man. That sucks. 
Absolutely sucks, man. Rest in peace to the legend there. I love this story here. So the World Series of Poker is going on right now, and it's not just like that one event that you see on the TV, the $10,000 buy-in. There are tons of events that they have, different versions, different stacks, all that stuff. Uh, Meet Joseph Altamani, who won uh, the, the bracelet, the $600 PLO deep stack. It's his first ever. The field was of 3,200 entrants, the largest PLO field in live poker history. Which you would think would be a good enough, that's good right there, right? He's won $200,000. He has won uh, his World Series of Poker bracelet, first one ever. But here's the best part about the story. He hasn't played any professional, he used to be a professional poker player. But he gave it up. About 10 years ago, he said, my ex-girlfriend said being a poker player wasn't an acceptable occupation, so I quit for a very long time. Then they broke up, and he started playing again in February this year. And this is like his third big win. He says, a dream come true you don't even understand. Since he is uh, broken up with his girlfriend, he scored $87,000 at a tournament in March and $104,000 in a score in April, now (laughs) $200,000. Oh, you love to see it. Good for you, man. Good for you. I love that story. And finally, um, Adam Silver needs to add another, like, 10 to 15 games onto John Morant's um, suspension that he's going to get. So, they were on this, I guess people from his squad were, were talking to this radio show, claiming that the gun that he was waving in, the, in that last IG video was a toy gun. Now, the rumor is Adam Silver's still going to go through with a 30-game suspension. But, come on. Really, it's a toy gun? Really? A, I'm supposed to believe that. B, why would you admit that it's a toy gun? Literally, it should add another 10 games on the suspension just for being that dumb. There's no way. I've watched that video. There's that is not a toy gun. <laughs> it was a it was a toy gun. Then he spray painted the heck out of it. It looked pretty darn real to me. But it's not. Still, I think for just having your people out there lying, you, you, a you need new people. B tack on another ten games. That's it. That's gonna do it for the Hammer Down Show. Slow Wednesday, but hey. We'll have action pick up again here tomorrow. Like I said, we'll have Alan Carpet coming up on uh, Friday to tell you about that Tiller uh, Football Foundation uh, luncheon and everything, too, and how you can be a part of that. And uh, we'll take a look at, uh, you know, the year in Purdue and what to expect with football season just a couple of months away. So Alan will join us up on Friday. We will be back again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And uh, we'll spend the hour talking sports with you here locally on the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017 The Hammer.